Welcome to episode number 49 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name is Ann Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. So today we're going to talk through a question that I got in the Side Hustles group, and I know that this is a question I get very often. So I wanted to go through it and um, really dive into my response. So um, this came from Misty Barker, and Misty... Um, Thank you for uh, being vulnerable and um, you know coming out and asking the question because it is a question that is shared by a lot of healthcare professionals and especially advanced practice nurses because as you know a lot of us are starting to look at different ways that we where we can influence healthcare and we can provide a better service to our patients and I think many of us would agree that the current system really leaves a lot to be desired and in some cases is just plain harmful to patients in terms of how they're treated, the systems that they come into, the toxic, uh, you know, workplace environments that some of us in those systems are subject to and so on and so forth. So a lot of people are looking at coaching and I've found that as an advanced practice nurse, these are skills that I wish I had uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I first started as a nurse, because it's been so uh, incredible to have a skill set of coaching uh, to use with uh, clients and I, I think it's given me access to work with people in a much different and I think improved way than I've really ever been able to do. So, um, so Misty, thank you for your question. So Misty says, Hey everyone, I'm an NP with 22 years of nursing experience. I own a rural health clinic in Tennessee. I'm very interested in becoming a women's health coach. Do you guys have any suggestions on accredited programs? So first and foremost, I will tell you, and I've said it on the podcast many times, I went to the Life Coach School and was certified there and highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for a great program. The um, program has changed probably since I went through it a little bit, uh, and I think it's a great program that not only teaches you how to coach, but then gives you an additional program uh, to help really apply that coaching to all areas of your life, whether it's work, business, uh, and, and, and so on. So I highly recommend, uh, LCS, uh, or the life coach school. I don't get any kickbacks for it or any affiliate fees. So I'm, I'm not being paid to say that, but I really had a good experience here. And I'll tell you that the one reason that I chose to do the life coach school and make an investment of $21,000 in that program at the time, this was, I think back in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, I think I finished in 2021. Um, you know, one of the things that I noticed was that when I went to uh, uh, Case Western Reserve University back in 2018 and did a executive uh, coaching certificate program uh, through their executive education offerings, I really enjoyed it. And I got the basis of coaching and it's actually part of the model that I use now. But I, through them, I learned about intentional change theory uh, and, um, and the realities of what the real self and the ideal self. And I use that now as a uh, theory that helps to guide some of the work that I do. And when I learned about the uh, executive coaching through that certificate program, started to um, uh, apply intentional change theory and would work with people, what I noticed was that we would get to, you know, setting goals, we would get to talking through them, we would really get to identifying their why and their core purpose. And then something would get in the way and something would get in the way like 
you know, they'd feel stuck or overwhelmed, or they would just say, you know, I really want to do this, but I don't think it's for me, or they would worry about what other people would think. And so what I saw in the early stage of coaching a lot of individuals was that something was getting in the way. And and very often I could sometimes help navigate some of those uh, sticky moments and, and overcome some of the barriers or hurdles, but sometimes I couldn't. And so, and sometimes I would watch my clients and I had one in particular that I would really watch as she would go into spin cycle, you know, on this uh, almost like ruminating and and uh, and I didn't know how to help her best to get out of there. So when I was in a, another business coaching program, I was exposed to Stacey Bayman through the Life Coach School. Uh, well, actually, I was exposed to Stacey Bayman. And I, Stacey Bayman, if you are in the coaching industry, you probably know about her. She runs a program called 2K for 2K. Many of my clients have done it. I've done it myself. I think it's a great program. And she really is a stunning uh, example of um, how to teach sales. Like she is a salesperson. And it's not in a sleazy way. She does not teach sales in a typical masculine energy kind of sleazy way. She has a really, I think, great approach to sales and using uh, law of attraction and using, uh, creating value and over delivering, you know, as the tenants of, of what she does. And I enjoy a lot of her work. When I was introduced to her, I started to understand that there was something that she knew that I didn't feel like I knew. And so the further I get into Stacy's training, you know, the further I started to understand a little bit about the model, which is a version of cognitive behavioral technique that's taught, uh, and CBT, you know, many of us are familiar with, especially if you are in um, doing any element of counseling in your practice or psych mental health MP work, you know about CBT or cognitive behavioral technique and or cognitive behavioral therapy if you are a therapist and provide it um, or, you know, uh, licensed and trained to provide the therapy portion of it. And so I knew that there was this element uh, that she was using. And in her case, it was called the model because she was trained by the life coach school. And so once I started to learn about the model, I really had a better appreciation for watching people get unstuck. And I would watch her coach and use the model. And what was fascinating was that many years prior to this, it was probably back in um, 20, maybe early 2018 or even 2017, I had been introduced to this podcast by Katrina Ubell, who was on a physician, uh, uh, retired, actually now pediatrician, and she had created a podcast called ba- Weight Loss for Busy Physicians. And someone in my practice, an, an OBGYN colleague of me and ha- mine, had recommended uh, Katrina Ubell to me. And so I went and listened to Katrina Ubell's podcast, and I binged like the first, I don't know, 20 or 30 episodes. And it was fascinating. And I used Katrina's method, which was, in essence, a very simple technique for weight loss. It's called the hunger scale. Uh, And uh, I used that to lose about 10 pounds. And it was right at a time where I was starting to really get frustrated with my weight. And I, I felt like, you know, I had tried so many different programs, whether it was Weight Watchers, I had tried Noom. And I couldn't, I kept saying like, this isn't sustainable. It's not, it doesn't feel sustainable for me to count points all goddamn day. And I'm fucking tired of it, by the way. And I really want a more um, approachable solution to weight loss. And I don't want to be doing this yo-yo bullshit of up and downs, 10 pounds here, 10 pounds there, which is exactly what I have been doing, you know, ever for many, many years. And, and really ever since I got pregnant. 
So I binged Katrina's podcast, a lot of the, you know, first episodes and learned about the hunger scale. And I used the hunger scale to lose about 10 pounds in, it was either late 2018 or into early 2019. Combine that with intermittent fasting, which, you know, some of you uh, don't like, but I personally find intermittent fasting and the premise of not snacking and really, um, you know, grouping kind of food together and giving the pancreas time to rest. I personally find it's been very helpful for me. Um, and so I used uh, the hunger scale and then I incorporated intermittent fasting. And as I started to listen to Katrina, I was like, what kind of like, how did, where did, in God's name, did she learn this? Because she's a pediatrician. I'm a midwife. Uh, you know, we, we don't, you know, as you know, we don't get a ton of weight loss education or training in our nursing education programs or even in medical school, right? Like nutrition is like the farthest from anybody's radar. Um, as far as I'm concerned, at least from what I've seen. And so I just kept thinking, where did she get trained and what is she, how is she creating the success for herself? Well, sure enough, I learned that Katrina, uh, eventually a little while later learned that Katrina had been trained by the life coach school and was, um, you know, using that program. So when I met Stacey Bates, well, <laughs> didn't meet her. Don't you love that? How when you like listen to a podcast, you're like, when I met Stacey, no girl, I haven't met Stacey Bateman. Okay. But here's what I will tell you. I feel like I know her because I listen to her all the time. So when I, you know, did the same kind of style with Stacey Bateman, which is that when I uh, was introduced to her uh, by a colleague, I binged like the first 40 episodes before I purchased anything. And that's typically tends to be my style. And then I purchased 2K for 2K and got in there and thought, wow, this is a great program. And I learned a ton from that program. Um, and hi again, highly recommend it for any you know new coach who's looking to uh, sell that first 2K. And so I, but once I got into 2K, I really started to understand that these people have access to something that I don't, and I don't understand what it is. And all I knew was that Life Coach School sounded like it was the, um, you know, root cause, right? It like if we were taking a functional medicine or a root cause analysis like approach. We would look and say, what is the foundational element here, the keystone? And it was the Life Coach School. So I ended up. Um, uh, looked into life coach school and and then de decided uh, I was going to start to build my business and that it was in like the two year plan. So in um, 2020, I um, you know was building my business. I started my business in 2019, built it up in 2020, had some great success, and then in 2021 decided I want to go to life coach school and you know invest in it and 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 I did. And I'm telling you that investment has paid off in spades for uh, you know every dollar that I invested in that program, I've made ten times back if you can imagine that. So, you know, when people ask me like, well, is coaching valuable? Well, here's what I'll tell you. Every time you invest in coaching, you invest in your brain and your brain is an asset that appreciates. And so it is better. It can have better returns than, you know, pretty much any other source in my estimation, any other asset that's available to you. And I'm talking stocks, I'm talking 401ks. I, you know, if you invest in your brain today at the age of 40 or 41, like I am, I mean, think of what, you know, 20 years of that type of asset appreciation, what we could do, right? We could build a huge build business. We could build an entire empire. So I think it's, it's very, very valuable. But what I found with the life coach goal was that I got very uh, good training on how to use uh, the model, which again is is Brooke Castillo's um, form of cognitive behavioral technique. 
And, uh, and I got very good at learning and understanding how thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, actions create results. And how if you desire to change the results that you see in your life, if you don't start with your thinking, you won't have much success, right? And she says, jokingly, right, every uh, blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. So, you know, if you get there by the force of action and and hustle and, you know, going out into the world and do, throwing spaghetti at the wall and doing everything to build a private practice, you know, unless your thinking is really clean and unless your mindset is there, you know, you, you may have some success, but whether or not you can replicate that success, maybe not. Uh, whether or not that success is the success that you desire, you know, probably not. And so I, when I learned the model, um, and by the way, before I did life coach school, I, uh, and before I made that investment in $21,000 in life coach school, I ended up doing a course for uh, cognitive behavioral technique on Udemy. And I've talked with many of my clients about Udemy because I think it's a great um, uh, platform. It's a continuing education or uh, certificate training program platform. And there are tons and tons of courses that are online. Uh, and so I used Udemy and went on and I think they had a sale over, um, maybe Memorial Day or, you know, President's Weekend, President's Day Weekend, something like that. And I got a course that was, you know, usually $119. I got it for $19 or even $5 or some shit. I mean, it was so ridiculously inexpensive. And so I went through that whole course on cognitive behavioral technique and, and I also did by the founder, and I don't even remember who the, um, the group was or the organization that ran this program, this certificate program, but I also did a coaching program that I had and I thought this is really interesting and it's really good. And I started to understand a little bit more about positive psychology and reframing and techniques, including cognitive behavioral technique. And at that point, I was solidified. It solidified my decision to go ahead and invest in the life coach school because I thought, you know what, this is kind of the next stage for me in terms of my professional development as a coach and establishing myself. And it felt like a great fit. And I'll tell you, it really was. So, um, so um, that's how I got introduced to the life coach school. But as you know, I've also done a couple of other programs along the way, including a certificate, uh, a uh certificate program through Case Western Reserve University, um, which if you guys have probably heard this story, this was the one that, you know, I asked my chair to uh, foot the bill for. And he did, he was agreeable to do it to, you know, to having me do it, which was great. And that I think program was maybe six or $8,000 or something, but my employer covered it and which is exciting. And then I went, I got that, I got, you know, kind of the background of uh, understanding intentional change theory and uh, doing essentially like a gap analysis and elements of leadership coaching, you know, understanding core values, uh, having a clear why, uh, and, uh, you know, helping people get from present state into future state. And, and then, uh, you know, added some additional uh learning techniques and interventions along the way. And, you know, that's where, that's where I am today. So, so what I would say is this, um, if you are thinking about incorporating coaching as a tool into your practice, I think it's a fantastic idea. If you've ever seen my webinars, I, you know, whether we're talking about a coach approach, which is my coaching philosophy, uh, or if you've seen, uh, you know, nursing 2.0 or nurses living the good life, any of the free trainings that I do, I always talk about why coaching really is a great tool for, especially for advanced practice nurses, because 
there are so many similarities in terms of what we already do as advanced practice nurses. And, you know, most of you would will understand this. I mean, we go in, we are professional problem solvers. We go in and we have, we create safe spaces in order for patients to trust us enough to tell us the things that are going on. We are, um, you know, keep a sense of uh, professionalism about what we do. We understand, you know, what it means to uh, create that safe space and take uh, seriously a patient-provider relationship. Uh, and then many of us, especially if you've been trained in the midwifery discipline, you understand the benefit of shared decision-making. And, you know, other nursing professionals understand this too, that with shared decision-making, right, we go to our patients and say, um, you know, I'm going to give you a, kind of all the options that I think are available to you. And then uh, you, you and I together can make a decision, which I think is a fantastic way to not only run a midwifery practice or run a lactation practice or a functional medicine practice, uh, but I think it's also a great way to, you know, do coaching. So, so a lot of the tenets of coaching really go hand in hand with what we do as advanced practice nurses, meaning if you can, as an advanced practice nurse, create safe space, honor professional provider patient relationship if you can make an assessment create a recommendation and a plan if you are skilled at taking a history and getting really fucking curious on why a patient's sitting in front of you and you know has this issue I think coaching is a natural, easy fit, which is why I think every advanced practice nurse, every nurse in general can consider herself, himself, or themselves as a coach in some capacity. Now, do coaches, can coaches benefit or can nurses benefit from some additional formalized training? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm a, a, um, I am a product of that and I am someone who, right, I like to get my, uh, my toolbox and my tool belt to be really robust uh, and have a lot of, uh, you know, access to a lot of tools and interventions that I can use to support somebody else's, you know, health, well-being, or transformation. And so, uh, and I think most nurses are like that. So uh, whether you're at the RN level or at the advanced practice level. So um, I think coaching is a natural fit for many of us. And, and what the beauty of coaching is, is that when you start to understand what's possible with coaching, and you understand all, and on a very, very granular level, you understand all of the intricacies that make the work we do harder uh, in the healthcare system because of the red tape, because of the barriers, because of the limitations, because, you know, your the chair of your department says, well, everybody does 15 minutes, not because 15 minute visits are the best, but because that's how we've always done things. And, you know, I can't stand that. I mean, if there's one thing... I was just talking about this with a client the other day. There's one thing I can't stand. It's that like, well, this is the way we've always done it. Oh, God. I mean, don't even uh, ever. Uh, this is, you know, if you are in my coaching program, you know that I don't take any shit type of shit. Uh, <laughs> and, and, I, and I mean that in a, in a good way, right? Like, I, don't tell me that you're going to do something because this is just the fucking way you've always done it. It's the worst excuse in the world. Uh, and it's an excuse for not actually using scientific method or actually using a process in order to evaluate your data, uh, measure it, manage it, and and go on and, and provide some, you know, better solutions. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're an entrepreneur in one of my programs, you know, you understand that we as entrepreneurs take very seriously the um, privilege of being able to 
uh, go out into the market, create products and create services that support, you know, the advancement of or the, the health or the transformation or wellness or the ease of others, right? It's all about what we do. I mean, that, that's it in a nutshell. We help people. Um, and right. And if entrepreneurs help people or they, right, so do nurses. I mean, the essence, we help people out. We literally, I mean, if you're a midwife, you really help people out. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen that bumper sticker, but like, I'm a midwife. I help people out. I love that bumper sticker. I think it's fantastic. Um, but that's what we do. So I think coaching and nursing is a fantastic fit. Um, and here's the other upside of coaching that I think we also uh, don't talk about enough, which is that you know, uh, coaching is an unregulated industry. And some of you will cringe when you hear that because you'll say, oh, Jesus, you know, this is where it gets a little cultish. Now, and look, uh, here's what I would offer to you if, if that is your line of thinking on this. Number one, I really appreciate after many years, and many of you can understand this or relate to it, after many years of having to work with the board nursing and having to, you know, do things like pay a collaborator $1,000 a month so that collaborator can sign a piece of paper that's, that, that allows me to do my work that I am licensed in the state to do and that I am trained independently to do, separate from any physician, Right? The fact that I have to go through the Board of Nursing's rules and regs to do my job makes me absolutely bonkers. Well, it's actually not, you know, if you in my program, you're like, Anne, it's not really the Board of Nursing. It's just your thoughts about the Board of Nursing. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I know it's my thoughts about the Board of Nursing. But I think when I look at the industry of coaching and I really appreciate the fact that the coaching industry does not have the red tape and it doesn't have the barriers in place that make it hard to go out and to do uh, our work as coaches. And so I think that, that because of that, there is a lot more opportunity that's available. And you know, the more I understand feminism and patriarchy and, and the more that I take a feminist approach to the coaching that I do, which uh, many of my clients understand very well. The more than I have that, the more I look at some of the rules and regs from the board nursing or, you know, the uh, issues we have around here in the state of Ohio, some of the challenges that we've had with the American Medical Association, uh, not only locally, but nationally and the lobbying. And, and the more I get into that and just, I cringe at the thought that, there are these state rules in place that make it harder for me to go out and improve healthcare for Ohioans, right? Because that's what happens at the end of the day. We can talk all we want about, well, it's a pain in the ass to pay $1,000 to a collaborator every month. But I'll tell you what the real pain in the ass and the real shame of it is, is that more advanced practice nurses aren't going out there and creating private practices and creating solutions that support the health and transformation and well-being of people in the state of Ohio. That's a problem for me. And don't even get me started on maternal health because, you know, we start talking about maternal health and then we start looking at disparities between, you know, uh, uh, rates of uh, infant mortality for white babies and black babies and the discrepancy between it being six to seven times higher in some areas for black babies and white babies or the maternal mortality rates being higher for black women by two, three, four times in the state of Ohio than it is for white women. I mean, we need access to care and we need good midwifery care, which has been proven time and time again to support healthy moms, healthy babies, healthy pregnancies, and so um, healthy pregnant people. 
So I, you know, I get a little bit uh, annoyed when I have to, and angry too, as you can tell in my voice, I get angry when I start to think about the ways in which it's harder for me to do the work that I like to do as a midwife. So with coaching, you know, for me, it's been really a wonderful experience to have a practice that doesn't have all the red tape. I mean, it is a joy. Let me tell you, okay, it is a joy. I've had a couple clients who have uh, over the years who have decided to relinquish their licenses as advanced practice nurses. You know, they, of course, maintain no one will ever take your degree away from you, but, you know, you maintain that. But to give up licensure uh, in order to avoid, uh, you know, uh, any of the state regulation issues or any of the barriers in terms of practicing outside of the state and so, I, you know, that to me is just one of the, um, the benefits of coaching is that we, that's an issue that is non-existent at this time. And whether or not that changes down the road, I don't know. Uh, whether or not somebody finds a way to make coaching regulated and therefore we've got, you know, some sort of a, a um, federal or state regulation or licensure attached to it, I don't know. Uh, but at this time, I think for the sake of us as advanced practice nurses, that this is a skill set that marries so well to what we already do that I think it is a fantastic uh, either secondary inter, you know, tool that you can have or a secondary career that you can go out and create. Uh, and I wouldn't say that about maybe every profession, but in this profession, I think it is an appropriate and a great uh, use because it's so consistent with the work that many of us have already, again, been doing for many, many years in our careers. So, um, so for back to Missy's questions, uh, do you have any suggestions on accredited programs? Someone also mentioned that the, um, IPEC program is out there and, uh, and there are many programs. I mean, you can go through the International Coaching Federation. Now, what's interesting is in coaching is that ICF, and you'll see this, ICF has tried to come through and become the gold standard. And you know how they did that? They just said they were the gold standard, right? Like, isn't that so funny? You could just say anything, right? Like, we're the gold standard and you got to be certified by us. Uh, and then the reality is that you don't, right? There's no, there's no certifying body that certifies all coaches in the United States. And even though ICF, I think, desperately hopes to be that. Um, and that's one of the other reasons I like the Life Coach School. I really like the uh, entrepreneurial thinking and spirit of the program because it is a no holds bar, go out, you know, help the world become a better place and, you know, do it in a way that, um, <laughs> that, you know, like where we create our own rules in essence, right? All the while making sure that we're doing good by our patients and by our clients. Uh, and I like that approach because it's, as you know, a far cry from what many of us are exposed to in the world of healthcare, whether it's, you know, with uh, 99213s versus 99214s or uh, red tape that comes in the form of whose insurance you can take and prior auths and, you know, uh, and all that stuff, it just, it, it really grates on you after uh, many years. So, or I should say it's graded on me after many years. So I think there are a lot of organizations, there are a lot of other programs that are out there that are probably great. I can't tell you about all of them just because I don't know them. Uh, and I think that your, um, you know, if you are interested in doing a coaching program, uh, which I think is fantastic, either to add coaching again as a skill set into your already established, uh, you know, belt of tools or tool belt, then I think, uh, or if you are looking to transition into coaching for the next stage of your career, I think you've got a lot of options that are out there. 
And I would say too, I have some clients who um, have not necessarily done any formal training where they've used nursing living the good life to learn about cognitive behavioral technique, to learn about the model. And then they turn around and and go use what they've learned in a coach approach and, uh, you know, go take it out to the masses and and start doing work. And I think that's a suitable approach as well. Uh, So, and just as a side note, I won't go too much into detail on this, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, and you heard it here first. And uh, now hush about this. Let's not go spreading the word like wildfire. But this is what is in my plan to do, which is to create a uh, certification program for advanced practice nurses to become coaches using a coach approach. And so that is in the works right now. And when it will be live, uh, I'll just tell you that we are slated to have something uh, up and together by, you know, Q3 or Q4. And I'm thinking about doing a live in-person training uh, with a, you know, six-month coaching program attached to that. So, um, so more to come on that. And, uh, but I, I think that there, again, are so many ways to approach how to incorporate coaching into your skill set. And, uh, and I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. I mean, at least the ones that I've had, right. But I, you can also see my thinking is pretty clean on that. I can go into just about any program. And it, if, as long as I learn a couple things, I think it's a valuable investment, right? Cause again, I, I'm investing in my brain, which is an appreciating asset, which will always pay off in dividends down the road if I commit to using it and applying what I've learned, right? So um, so I um, I look forward to answering your questions on this topic. And if you have questions, I want you to reach out, whether it's through the Side Hustles group or whether it's through an email to me at ann at anconkleycnm.com. I would be happy to answer any of your questions, uh, but please know, I think this is the future of healthcare. And I think it is a very, very viable option. You've seen me over the past couple of years, for those of you who have either worked with me, you know, back when I was doing my CV and resume business, or you are working with me now, you know that the iterations of business growth that I've gone through myself um, have really all stemmed from, you know, not only doing this work as a coach, uh, but also, you know, understanding the tool and the skill of being able to coach myself and, uh, uh, you know, to get where, create the results that I desire, um, which, you know, as you guys know, is is called living the good life, right? Doing good work in the world and doing well for myself. So, um, so, Uh, If you have questions, reach out. Otherwise, uh, I hope this was helpful to you. And again, thanks to Misty Barker for asking the question. I think it was a great question. And, um, and, you know, don't be afraid. Let's go out there. Let's go change the world. Take what you have, repackage and repurpose it and use it to your advantage. And let's go and do that. And let's go make our communities better. Let's make our families better. Let's, you know, uh, take the skills that we learn as coaches. Let's apply them to our own personal lives and relationships. And let's go out and and change our little corner of the world. And I guarantee you that if each one of us commits to doing that, what will happen is that we will create a movement and a revolution of those of us will change the world, right? And, And if you know me, you know that my mission is changing the world, right? For nurses, by nurses. So let's go do that. So come on. Email if you have questions, uh, come on to Side Hustles, join Nurses Living the Good Life, and let's make this you know dream a reality. Let's get to that next level and let me help you get there because I know just how to do it. So all right, I will see you soon. Take care, team. 
Hey, if you're ready to live the good life, I want to invite you to join Nurses Living the Good Life, my group coaching program for women advanced practice nurses, where you're going to learn how to do good work in the world and do well for yourself using my proven formula, a coach approach. Best part, it's risk-free. You're either going to learn how to create your version of the good life, or I'll give you your money back. Just head over to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com and we'll see you inside.